0: Williams, And this is the fourth and final installment of Sister to Sister. It's a conversation between me and my sister Susan Williams about the soul, about destiny, about life itself. Now we begin with the fourth part of Bullseye, Soul Talking with Susan A. Williams, who is my precious sister, she is a prophetess and a woman of God and a minister. We're talking about sin, soulish scars, and the impact that has on our accomplishing our purpose. Go ahead, Susan.
1: Yeah. So you see the importance of, of getting letting God take you past your, you know, your offense and 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 your hurt and stuff and and uh. So that he can use us, you know, mm-hmm. to help each other. I mean, he's knit this body together, the body of Christ together. We're not going to make it without each other, no matter how hard we wish we could.
2: Right?
1: It's just not going to happen that way. No. He didn't design it that way. No. His prayers are always answered. And he said, make them one as we are one. Now, you know, it's going to take a sovereign move of God. But that's what he asked the father.
0: That's what will be done. Well, now, you know, Susan, when you were, so, so do you remember we talked about, too, because I didn't know that you were wounded or anything. Remember I explained to you that whenever I was going through something, I would isolate and withdraw?
2: That yeah, In those yeah, times, and I, I and wasn't I was... sitting
0: up mad at you. Girl, look, I was so evil and mean, I could cut you up one side and down the other and then blame you for bleeding on the carpet. I had no clue that I'd even offended people. They Tell, you, tell them about Miss Jones. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Tell the truth,
1: Okay, now we keep calling her Miss Jones, but you're not going to believe this. It was our great grandmother. Yep. You didn't call her grandma, nope. great grandma, GG, nothing. That lady, <laughs> you call me Miss Jones. That's my name.
2: Yeah.
1: Miss Jones was so mean. Miss Jones had. Uh, she dipped snuff, yep. drank beer, and yep. smoked.
2: Yep.
1: And she would. She would, she, all the kids were scared of her. I was, <laughs> I, it was, you know, it's weird how your character, your, your makeup shows itself when you're young. Everybody was scared of her, including me. I was terrified, but I would go out there and visit with her on purpose. Wow. I would go sit for hours and watch the boring butt baseball games. Yeah. Just because she liked baseball. Yeah. If she, we, you know, she let me have a sip out of her beer.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, she just she would cook for me. She knew my favorite was chicken with a side of spaghettios. Mm. And she would she would cook for me. And she would, you know, she it was like it was like a pattern that began when I was young that stayed in my life. Remember I say God always calls me to the long term hard yes. cases. And I've learned that I can face and
2: deal with people in fear.
1: Yeah. And and, and 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 their meanness and their anger. When well, I sat with my hands in my lap, set up straight, I wouldn't want to get yelled at for slouching. No. Oh, yeah. I I literally was terrified, but for some, some reason I would go back and I would go back oh, and I would go back. And guess when she died? Guess who sat with her until she passed out of this earth?
0: How old were you?
1: Eleven. Wow. I was ten or eleven years old. Wow. I slept out there with her. Well, everybody else went and lived their lives. I slept out there with her, listening to her do the death rattle till she died. Wow. You know, because I was just, I don't know. I don't know why me. I, I really don't. But, so, Linda, we I used to call her Miss Jones.
0: Cause <laughs> I she, didn't know. <laughs> it's Miss <her> Jones.
1: <laughs> yeah, me and mom would call her Miss Jones. Even my mother called her Miss Jones. <laughs> I said that to mama one day. She started laughing, and from then on
0: we understood. I said, Linda's pulling to Miss Jones. So. <laughs> I had no clue till the last three years. Y'all used to call me Miss Jones. I said, I, you know, I said, if I believed in the, in the occult, I would say she was channeling that you way. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know oh. Here comes Miss Jones. So, uh, Tell them about that day when you and Judy were talking about who I was before I left Michigan
1: yeah i th- I think we I think we were on a phone call or something, you know, and I don't know. we just talked about you and your in the past, you know, and i and it was like um, it just triggered something in my thoughts, and so I began to talk to you you about that, and I just kept hearing, I don't remember that, yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. And then I had this dream about Linda where she was pushing a shopping cart down this narrow hallway. And instead of me helping her push her cart along, I got in front of her and was pushing her backwards. And for years, I didn't understand what that was. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, we understand that, you know, he said, can you, when you mean born again, how can we go back into our mother's womb? Well, see, I tell people all the time, I don't want to be restored. Jesus died, and we say that He restored us back to Adam. I don't want to be restored back to Adam. I want to go all the way back to the foundations when G- when God knew me and and knew everything about me and and knew my name before even even Adam came along. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to go back to.
2: Mm-hmm. See, that's
1: back to the purest form yes. of, uh, of we who
0: can you ever are. See. Yeah, and
1: th- that's that's full of power without any of the wounds, uh-huh without any of the wrong mindsets, without any of the kind. That's who that is. Uh
2: huh.
1: And I want to go back to that. So in a sense, when my sister was in high school, she hung out with all the right people. She did. She went to you know uh, prayer meetings. She had a little Christian group. They went and sang. I mean, you know, they that was no joke. They were living. They were living it. Yeah. And walking it, and that's and that was her life. Yeah. And she left home, and and the enemy just
0: tell him what kind of person I was back then. Well, I mean, other than me and my sister, and you know, the normal childhood, you know, getting on my nerves thing. Yeah. Uh. Uh.
1: I mean, she there just that meanness and that that that
0: that just wasn't there. Because I think the way I remember you talking to me about it was saying that you and Judy were talking about uh um how, how, the type of person I was before I went left home and you asked me if I remember and I told you no and you were telling me that I was a loving person you were telling me that I was really a sensitive and loving person and then you talked about some things we used to do like do you remember we used to turn the speakers on and dance in the front yard I couldn't remember none of that oh yeah
1: yeah we would all dance outside and and Yep, and you used to. we used to make up dance routines. You know, Stop in the Name of Love, that song. We had a dance routine. You and I worked on it together. Please.
2: And you had Barbies, and we would cut their hair and dye their hair.
1: And um, I still have a music box that
0: she gave me when she left for college. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, but I and, couldn't um, remember any of that. You thought it was strange. Come on, Linda. People generally will block out good, uh, bad, bad things. things. And yeah. I had blocked so out the good oh, stuff.
1: Yep, so over time it was just a matter of me like reminding her of who she used to be, but then it like all of a sudden one day it just clicked. Like, okay, this is the deal. This is what's going on with her. Uh, she got she went out in the world without any kind of self defense mechanisms. Right. And no discernment. Nope. And and felt like, like in a sense. So instead of blaming God, she blamed the person she used to be mm-hmm. if i wasn't if I wasn't all naive and all that stuff, I would have had enough sense to be able to function out here right so she buried the 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 person that she used to be so
2: that she could like I
1: said in the beginning of all of this that we do what we have to do to survive and function right She had to get rid of her right to be able to function and be hard like she thought she needed to be right to function in this world that, that she was now thrown into. Right. And um but they got so buried. It was so buried. And yep. as God, you know, began to do to heal her, um, the book was tied to Linda. The book is still tied to her. Mm. Um, and as she heals and as the book is written, they they're they're like juxtaposed together They what happens with one is happening with the other mm-hmm. if she got blocked up and wasn't growing then the book she got writer's block yep and and what she was you know god was just healing her as she was writing the book and then she would have these episodes in the beginning where she would just cry just be like touched and what is this i mean she would literally ask me what is this yeah and she was filled with the Holy Spirit back when she was young. She yep. knew what that was back then, but she, yep. this was so removed from her. Yep. And I would just tell her, I said, he's just healing you. He's just touching your soul. He's healing you. He's healing you. And she would, you know, and just, it was just a, a, a whole development process of her returning back, what seems to be returning back to that person. what actually, what it is, is just being
2: healed back to what God created her to be. Right. What he created her to be. Um,
1: and. You know and it's still going on yeah but but it's still going on in all of us i mean there's always you know some level but you know god is capable of healing us completely
2: yeah
1: i don't care what anybody tells you i don't care what you heard and i don't care what you've seen my god is not a halfway god he isn't only limit he can only limit it he's not limited by this earth he's not limited by the devil he's not limited by you right and and He wants to give us it all. Now, we can either take it or not take it. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be willing to keep your feet, as they say, in the fire. You got to be willing to let God just do what he needs to do when he needs to do it. Acknowledge what he's showing you. It takes a lot of courage. I, I, you know, I ask the Lord all the time when I pray for people. That's one of the first things I pray is, Lord, give them the
0: courage. Well, I know one thing. A lot of the growth that I had, that that you were primary to the growth, Um, I mean, just things like reflecting on who I used to be, reminded me of who I used to be, calling me, calling me out when it was time to call me out, you know? um, The way our relationship is developed, the way you got to know that you don't, she thought, look, y'all, okay, now this is your sister, right? She thought I had it all together on all levels, financially, career-wise, all that. She thought I was all of that. Shoot. She got to know me. She's father, I was a bigger basket case than she was.
2: really a shock to me because I just always thought you know of all of us kids I was the, the lowest the thing on the totem pole
1: and and the most screwed up Mm-mm. and you know and uh, you know just really you know um, you know I have to you know and this is not an arrogant thing at all but God keeps me in the fire yeah. he just does and he's done it all my life he keeps me right there where where I look I'm constantly looking up asking him to heal me deeper
0: take heal more fix more and heal more fix more you know yeah but i think yeah i think that this thing is double-sided though with the way with the way you played a part in my growth is vice versa i played a part in your growth it's like as i grew through the book and as the book developed and i got new revelations and shared those with you that, that helped you to get a lot of understanding, too, because I think that what we do is we get so focused on spiritual things, Christian needs, religiosity, that we completely turn our back on the fact that we are human beings in human bodies and that God has ordained that anything accomplished in this earth has to be accomplished in our humanity. And that because of humanity, our humanity is a method by which he brings forth and accomplishes his master plan that at some point we need to understand our humanity as another aspect of our triune being and understand how to deal with our humanity from a human perspective and not ignore the spiritual and vice versa see it's like we throw throwing out baby with the bathwater when we need the whole picture and um see susan was raised up see, i was raised in the church but I didn't really get a lot of the religious uh, stuff, uh, upbringing and and programming that she's been subject to. And the Lord brought Susan to a point where he was pretty much trying to help her to understand the effect that religious thinking has on locking us down as the body of Christ, as a body. And as he was moving me into... Looking at things from both perspectives, and I would share that and bounce that off of her. I think we both grew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, because definitely. It's two things, and so now we're close, and you're my best friend.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. What was I going to say? There was something I was going to say about. Oh, one of the things that we talked about uh, uh, yesterday, we were talking about friendship. Uh is, you know, um, that I was saying that you can't, you can't negate the spiritual part of this. And that is knowing when to shut up and timing. And I'm, and, you know, I really want to put this out there because if you don't get, first of all, that people, people attack, people that are full of arrogance, uh, it all, I can trace all of it back to being their wounds
2: they're okay. hurt they're yeah.
1: hurting yeah it's 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 all because they're hurting right and you know i was just thinking when we were talking about what well, whether somebody got raped or this or that the other thing when you remove whatever the act was it still all comes down to emotional hurt yeah the the, the soul of wounds
2: right so yeah. you know
1: yep yeah, yeah we, so you know what we're all on the same playing ground right we're on the same playing ground but you know, it's not just enough to be able to see, have a relationship where you trust the other person, and so when they say something about you know this, that, or the other thing, that you can receive it. You have to understand that that Linda bucks me when she hears something that that's that's life changing, and she isn't already there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. And I buck her when she says things to me that are life changing, and I'm not already there. Right. But we uh, figured out we're not. Res- for how the other person takes it, right? And you know, and you know, the best thing you can do for me is say it and then shut up.
2: Thank you. Don't keep
1: you. harping on it. Don't keep running up off the mouth about it.
2: Yep. Just let it go. Because right.
1: anything, because we have been harangued through our whole life
2: by yep. an, somebody that I will not mention names. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and you are wrong. Harangued
1: <laughs> till you do it, and then still even after
0: you've done it because you didn't like, do oh, it that really? way. They way, yeah.
1: Is it ever going to go away? It's like a bad song was stuck in
0: your head. Yep. Okay?
1: So I don't want to be harangued. It makes me want to punch people.
0: Do I um, harangue you? Huh? Do I harangue you? You don't... Tell the truth.
1: If you if you say it more than three times, I'm harangued. Okay. Okay. If you... I think that the thing that, but, that gets me the most is when you say, well, I told you that forever ago, and now, you know, I'm just somehow... Somebody else
2: says it, and then you get it. Right, right, right. Glad you got it, but I told you. Yep, yep. Like, I
1: told you so. Well, I'm going to tell you something. The other day I was sitting in church, and I was sitting there, and I was fussing at the Lord.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I said, get, it, get up here. Somebody come in here, some prophets come in here, and they say, blah, blah, blah. And I said, six months ago, I got up here and said, blah, blah, blah. Right. And they all looked at me like you staring at headlights.
2: Okay, yep, yep.
1: And I said, and then I said, then then all of a sudden the pastor gets a hold of it and he gets up and says blah 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 which is the other half of what I said six months ago but nobody remembers I said it right? but everybody's getting it now because right. they're getting it right? and I told the Lord I said "That what is that yeah. and I said that's so annoying
2: and you uh, know what he did
1: he took me back to you saying to me well I told you that but at least you got it now you got it right. somebody else, like, he let me hear you say that to me the thing
2: that irritated wow. me
1: about you doing that he let me hear you say that because that's exactly what i was doing to him wow yeah so that
2: broke wow. in that that was last week that wow was like, like
1: i was like okay i get it okay lord i get it i'm saying the same thing she says to me right wow. and that irritates me so i ain't gonna say that to you no more right You're right the right. point is that they got it thank you lord Lord, and that's all I'm going to say next time that happens Lord I'm just going to say "Well, praise the Lord to hear your voice
0: right hear well I ain't there yet so I'm, you going to still get to I told you so <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: uh, I'm going to you hear clicking
1: don't
0: get offended I warned you ahead of time I love hear, it see,
2: and it's not
0: you. I'm gonna explain all that so you don't get offended. And the next time you say, it, Well, I thought time you got it, I done told you. Click it No, no, it wasn't be crane. That's worse. Crane <laughs> <laughs> You done really hung up the phone then. <laughs> yeah, but it's, but that's how it is because I was watching, um, and then we're gonna close this out. I was watching a, I love PBS. And I was watching this show on back when they, somebody was burning all those churches down south. Yeah. And, then you know, they would tell you the history and then they have cut ins from different people in the community talking. It was one particular guy that uh, was leaning up against his truck. And he said, you know, I you know, I I, I just knew I said our, he said our church was never touched he said, and all of this, he said, and I just kept thinking that these people need to wake up and quit being so religious and realize that we need to be really reaching these people, that we need to be real with these people, that, you know, we need to really relate to these people. I teach Sunday school, and I have such and such, and I had those two boys that did this in my, in my Sunday school class, blah, 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 and we got along, and we this, and we that, and our church would never touch. Girl, by the time the last part of the whole thing came about they showed him saying i was talking about they need to they need to and when i found out who it was i realized that i was the one that needed to that i was one of the people that i was haranguing and talking about they didn't know what they were doing they weren't real in the, with with the ministry. That they weren't reaching these kids. I had those both of them kids in my Sunday school class. He said, and I didn't realize that I was one of them. Wow. Okay, now wow. that's just how it is. It's the same thing you were saying. It's happened to me many times. You know, I'm complaining because something getting on my nerves, and not realizing that I was guilty of the same thing. Wow. See. Yeah, so. Yeah. 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 We don't. We don't
1: yeah you know like that's why he says look in look in his jesus look in his face as your mirror because that's one that's what that first is righteous and it's consistent and it's not and it doesn't and it's not reflecting soul wounds
2: right right so right you right have
1: some kind of an accurate measuring rod to determine where you're really at
2: right um, right I,
1: we're gonna close out here, I guess, and I just wanted to read it, just a couple quick verses about
2: offense, okay, to, to,
1: to seal it up. Okay. proverbs 17:9 says, "He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love, mm. but he who repeats or harps on a matter separates even close friends."
2: Mm. So we have Touché. something a part to play in people's. Uh, how people function and and in their lives and and the, you know what I mean we have a part to play.
1: Yes, good. Uh, and let me see. Okay, then it's um Matthew thirteen fifty seven. And they took offense at him talking about Jesus. They were repelled and hindered from acknowledging his authority and caused to stumble.
0: Mm, say that again. So
1: they took offense at him. Wow. Then what that meant was that they were repelled and hindered from acknowledging his authority and caused to stumble. Mm. They caused themselves to stumble because they didn't even couldn't even receive from Jesus. Yes. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country and his own house. And they did not many works of power there because of their unbelief, their lack of faith in the divine mission of Jesus. See, that's what I was talking about. There's a connection between the miracles that we don't do yet, mm-hmm. that we're not seeing yet, mm-hmm. and, and offense. Yes. There's a clear. Uh, not only is the, the offense I'm offended, so I can't receive from Jesus. Well, okay. Who do the miracles come from? Him. They come from him through us, right? So if I'm offended, and if I was offended. With God, which right. a lot of people are, they don't realize it too. Um, then I'm not going to be able to move in those things. But He also later, with the other scriptures that you look at, is saying if you cause somebody to be offended, or you uh, you are offended with other people, then you're not walking in that power either. Right. So
2: there's definitely a connection between Absolutely. walking in those miracles. That's right. And, and 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 um,
1: not being offended, not having offense. Right. Um. So. I just wanted to bring those things up, just real quick, just for people to have a little bit more to chew on. Um, you know, um, there's one scrip- scripture here, and it's not so much about that kind of offense, but it defines the offense that these people had that he that got Jesus said, don't let them be offended. He said defines offense as to judge unfavorably and unjustly.
0: Right. Wow. That's a really good de- definition for offense. Yeah. Say it again. It was worth repeating.
1: Yeah, um, this was just to let everybody know, this is Matthew seventeen verse twenty-seven, and it's talking about when they had to pay taxes and they didn't have the money, and Jesus told them to throw a line, a hook in the water, and pull out a fish, and then there was a shekel in his mouth, and they paid their taxes. Right. And yeah, that that's that verse. He says this. It says, however, in order not to give offense to the to the tax collectors, the people that are watching, okay, he said in order not to give offense and cause them to stumble. Okay. And how and then the amplified defines that word for stump stump offense is this. That is to cause them to judge unfavorably and unjustly. Right. In other words, I'm God. I'm God. The Godhead, I don't have to pay no taxes to no human.
2: Right, right.
1: But but in order not to have them judge me unfairly or see me as unjust because I'm in the human form. Right. He said, Go down to the sea and throw a hook in
2: yep
1: and they caught the fish yep so not only does that tell me in that scripture then that that jesus again is reiterating not to offend but he's also explaining what that what they what that what their what cause them to do the stumbling part of that would be that they would judge unfairly and unjustly but he's also telling me that if you walk a life where you, you don't you don't walk around taking offense and you walk a life where you don't want, you try to live a life that doesn't offend, that God is going to make provision for you not to do that, not to offend. Okay. Because here he was saying, here, I'm going to make supernatural provision so that you don't offend. Okay. That's exactly what he's saying.
0: Well, right that's exactly what he did. What I heard in that was, you know, I just kept coming as you reread that and what it meant by offense. I just kept seeing over and over again. How certain people in the body of Christ fall and very publicly, and then people use that weakness and in, in that exposure a, as a reflection on the church as a whole. Right, right. Even to the extent that they use it as an offense against God and Jesus Himself.
1: Absolutely. And you know, the last line of the scripture says this take it and give it to them to pay the temple tax for me and yourself wow that right there really that just fits with what you're saying you know he's he's like let's not offend right let's do what we need to do because within the confines of what we need to do is no big deal i'll make provision for it but we won't we we don't want them to be offended i don't want him to be offended with you my disciples
0: or me You know, and what else I'm hearing in that is that situation that we've talked about for years about somebody not wanting to pay taxes and so they won't pay uh, certain people, staff members, and all of that. That if they were to choose to do the right thing, that God would make the provision.
1: Oh, absolutely! I totally agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree with you. It's I mean, stepping out in faith, and you know, and we're, we're all in different places, and we have some some people have faith for amazing things, and and. And, um, you know, but that's why God's trying to teach us not to have faith for things individually, but to have faith in him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Covers everything. It covers everything. Yeah. Because it's to bring this back around. It's like whatever we do, whatever choices and decisions we make are going to affect other people who are connected to us in the master plane. And that can have a positive effect yeah. on them or negative effect on them. Now, the master plan is going to go ahead anyway. God's going to do his thing. But we don't want us and our being stuck on stupid to be the reason he's got to navigate a last-minute change in the game plan.
1: And if we think we're going to get away with it, someday we're going to be stand have to give account.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like, okay, well, I just, you know, he'll get somebody
1: else and I, you know, just going to live my life. No, you will
0: give an account. Yeah. I don't want to have to look him in the face and give him oh a, and deal with why I didn't get with the game plan.
1: And the thing is, is, you know, we, you know, we imagine, look, if we can even think we can imagine looking him in the face, but do you realize that the moment we are in his presence, every truth. Will will be exalted and every lie will fall away. Yeah, and we're gonna see a pure God with that. We're gonna be overwhelmed at the fact that everything was about His love. Yeah, and all He did was protect us and keep us. And our and our gratefulness is gonna be so huge. And but we're gonna be held accountable for not not like I said. You know, God doesn't come to heal us and say, "Well, you know what? You let me do this, this, and this." And you're healed there, but there's this, this, and this, and it needs to be dealt with. But let me just give you a break, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: because because you let me do that, let me give you a break, and we'll just let this one ride. No, it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't work like that. He he didn't he didn't Jesus didn't die, so we can have you know fifty sixty percent. Right. Can you imagine? looking at him going. Did you die? Oh, so you died? Cool, you died. Good. My life will be sixty percent better because you died.
0: <laughs> yeah no that would be meat rounds for a slap down feel me he made a 100% sacrifice
1: for 100% benefit that's it we gotta start living
0: up there it's on my heart to ask you to tell tell us um, what the word is to the church for 2015
1: you know um, I've already you know alliterated to that the first part of it is that that we're we're filtering what we speak to each other
2: okay.
1: um and 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 i'm going to tell you um right now what's going on right now is there's a shaking see people will be shaking god said i'm gonna shake everything that can be shaken and you notice he said can be yep. well if everything's subject to him what is he talking about well the only thing that's not subject to him is our will Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's what he meant. He said, "I'm going to shake everything that can be shaken, but there's going to be people that aren't shaken." And so, in this season, what I'm going to give you advice is right now, just to tell you here, all clear from the Holy Spirit. Be careful and give grace and mercy to each other, yeah. because people are being shaken in the new places, and so they're not—they're not quite there yet. So their advice and stuff is being filtered through an insecure place. Um, so give grace and mercy to each other and seek the Lord and ask him to confirm things. And secondly, let him shake you. Let Let him him shake you. Yes. Yes. Let him shake you. Because I'm going to tell you what, there's people that are in positions that shouldn't be that are your position. But the thing is, even if he shakes them out of that position, if you don't let him shake you into that
2: position,
1: then somebody else is going to take it. And you're going to be lost without a hole to fit in. And I'm just saying that because what you have to understand is that if you had already heard him clearly and saw yourself the way he sees you and had faith for your destiny, you wouldn't have to be shaken. So you're not there. And humble yourself enough to admit it so that he can put you in the thing that you're called to do. Yes, so right. this season is just about him placing us divinely in, the, in our calls and purposes. And we've got to cooperate. That's that's just the bottom line. We need to cooperate. Really and it's going to be stuff. scary. I'm going to tell you, I've been shaken to my toenails. And there's a confidence in me about who I am. But there's still the, the pain of letting go of the shore. Yes. It's painful. Yes, it's painful yes. because you have to leave people behind. Sometimes you have to leave. Ideas of people behind—that's yes. the painful thing. You, we, we, we make an image people, and in a way, it's an idol. And, and I know that sounds harsh, but when I see you like you're not, and I make you more than what you, where you really at, yeah. And I have created an idol. I've created an image of you that is not real. Right. What is an idol?
0: Anything you put before God.
1: Yes, but it's it, and the thing is, is if I image you wrong. And I haven't sought God about what who you really are. Truth. Then I'm putting putting my thoughts and my ways of having ahead of God. Mm-hmm. And He says, you know, He said, in all your ways acknowledge Him. You know. Yeah. He'll direct your path. He's clearly made it. He said, you lack wisdom. Ask. Yeah. You like understanding, he'll give you understanding. He's constantly telling us, you don't have to go this alone. You don't have to try to figure this all out. I'm not going to let anybody wound hurt you. If you will seek me, I will give you wisdom, where to trust people, how to trust people, what what place they have in your life, what level of authority, whatever. He'll do that.
0: But- the thing is, is,
1: we image people ourselves.
0: Yeah, but see, underlying that whole thing about the discernment thing, see, it's not something that's sitting out there in the cosmos that you have to go through these levels of design, not and not again. You know, discernment is simply the degree to which the spirit of God in you is able to communicate with you. And that is directly affected by the scars that we talked about in our souls. Yes. And the more and deeper those scars are in your soul and the longer they go unhealed, the less discernment you have. And so you will tend toward believing something that's not true. You will tend toward false perceptions of people, places, things, circumstances. See, you will continue to operate out of those scars as opposed to It's almost like the spirit of God is beating on the inside wall of your soul trying to get out. And you have to let surrender to that healing. That healing is a, there is, that's the deal breaker right there. Not optional. Okay. Not an option. And healing begins with forgiveness. So Susan, next time we get on the show, we're going to talk about forgiveness, what that means, what it looks played out in the real world and how important that is to us walking our path of purpose and that path of healing. It's been a joy, my sister. I love you so much. I love you too. Well, Susan, I'm going to ask you to close this out. I can't believe we've been talking for two hours, girl. Why don't you uh say the ending prayer?
1: Okay. okay. Father, we just thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. I just
0: thank
1: you, Lord God, that you know that we can even sit and talk and even have as much revelation as we do to be able to, to give testimony of what, all that you've done. Yes, the Lord. It's been so much and it's been so amazing and it's still going on, Lord. But you know what? I am as grateful as I am. I'm I'm running for a hundred
2: percent Yes, Jesus. I'm
1: asking you for 100% of every person who's listening to this, for 100% of their whole soul wounds to be healed.
2: Yes, Jesus.
1: That they would have no filters. None. That, Lord God, that you'd be able to take them and use them and put them in their divine destiny and purpose, Lord, and that they would be completely fulfilled and and excited Mm. and full of joy and peace and know that they have overcome the enemy and be able to make a path for others to come out from under and come through lord god i just ask that lord you would just really solidify it in the hearts of everyone that hears this that you're 100 percent god that you didn't do it just for 60 percent. amen for 100 and i just ask that you would just supernaturally give like an ear to hear to everyone that that listens to this. Not to hear Lord. my voice, but to hear you when you say, repent for this. Yes, when you Lord. say, acknowledge this and let me heal this. That, Lord, you would put a spirit of courage. Yes. Just like such a strong spirit of courage that, Lord, no matter what you bring before them, they would have the courage to face it.
2: Mm. and keep their feet in the fire because it's the fire that
1: purifies it burns away the dross and it leaves nothing but pure gold Father Jesus. so right now I just ask that Lord you, um, that you give courage that you would give a hunger to pursue and study and to dig for the fullness of this that they would not just take my words and they would just not seek the words of another Lord God but that you, they would believe that they would know and believe that you can reveal
2: mm, mm. That,
1: need to know and believe that you can reveal directly to them, Father, mm. so that in the midst of, of moments where offense would come, they would hear your voice clearly. Mm. If they're not filled with your spirit, I ask that you fill them with your spirit. It just it, it brings such moral power and, and, and ability to hear and discernment, Father. And Lord, I just pray that you would um anoint this, let your voice be louder than ours, yeah, and so that when name. people hear it, they hear only you. Mm. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, that's the end of our discussion on this subject. But we'll have many more subjects coming up in the future. We look forward to your joining us when we come back to speak about forgiveness and anything else that might come up in the conversation. Send us to whosapple.org, any suggestions you have for subject matter. And we'll look forward to seeing you on the backside.